Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And welcome back to Geekish Cast. I'm your host, Jeremy, and joining me in the co-host seat today is Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? Nothing much, man. What's going on? Oh, same old. Um, Andrea cannot make it tonight. Apparently, the director of their play is making them work until later in the night. So uh, tonight's topic is not going to be about diversity in comic books. We are going to hold that over for one more week. But just... Well, that's okay, but Paul, why don't you just give us a real quick idea of uh, your thoughts behind that topic and what we're going to discuss next week when we do hit that topic. Well, I think I think it just stemmed out is from, uh, you know, just my, mo- mostly social media, you know, like all, all my social media pages generally are like I follow a bunch of nerd stuff, you know, like CBR and, you know, a bunch of other places. And uh, sure. I noticed just like either – People are uh, like very welcoming the changes in comics, and then there's still a lot of people that just, you know, use phrases like, you know, stop shoving it down our throats and and all this other stuff. So it got me thinking, like, you know, are are these changes, are these? I'm basically focusing on the big two, like DC and Marvel. Are they just pandering, you know, to just to either virtue signal or are they? Are there the creators actually like? No, this is time. I want to see characters that reflect uh, what I see in society because we've always talked about either comics uh, reflect the society of the time, or the society of the time you know changed the comics. So I just so I was just thinking about that. I was like, are they pandering to us, or is this actual honest like uh, diversity that's going on right now? Yeah, so next week's That's topic, thir- Thursday night, live, 8 p.m. Pacific, will be diversity in comics and whether it is pan- pandering or progress. Yeah, And then, of course, that will beg the question, uh, sometimes is pandering progress in and of itself? Yeah. yeah. Um, also coming up... <laughs> Yeah. Well, and coming up uh, next week, also, we're going to have an episode where the guys from Reign of Zayas, Brian and Davis, come back on, and they have some big news about what's coming up for them in March. Um, also, in the weeks to come here, we have Michelle Gray Hartso, who is an actress and an artist and a writer, uh, and her husband is also the creator of the uh, comic book character Razor, which I did not know until partway into my interview with her. <laughs> That's pretty. So, that's a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, also, have an interview coming up with Chuck Huber, who is uh, in Dragon Ball Z. He also plays Doctor McCoy in Star Trek Continues. 
we're, I'm going to have to round out that one a little bit because right in the middle of it, my internet signal died. And by the time I got him back, uh, his, his new wife was sending him down to dinner. So it runs a little bit short. So Paul and I will probably come up with some opening and ending for that one when that episode goes live, though. Cool. Yep. And then one more I've got in the bag. I mean, I've got a lot of content done and ready, but holy cow, have I been really busy. But Sam Johnson, uh, creator of Geek Girl Comics or the Geek Girl comic book, uh, comes on and tells us a little bit about his character and some of the other titles he's got going on. And we also discuss the difference between U.S. and U.K. comic book culture. So there's some good stuff coming up. Um, so I'm going to hit a couple things real quick in the news. So we've been on blog talk radio for about two months now, and I don't know how well it's working out for me. Uh, our numbers are down and I may just put us back on to SoundCloud here pretty soon. So that's where that's at. Yeah. Um, also for the corner gas fans who do not realize it, I did split the corner gas episodes off onto their own show. They're available at cornergasonline.com. The show's title has been changed to The View from Dog River. And uh, the most recent episode we put up is another interview with Fred Awanek discussing the animated Corner Gas series, which will be out next year, January of 2018. Is that going to be out in just uh, – how, how is it going to be released? Well, yeah. so I, I asked Virginia Thompson, who's the producer of the show, they are looking for a way to get it out to America and Australia and Europe as well. Um, but I have not heard a definite on how it's going to happen yet. Cool. And the, that episode is actually the first live interview with somebody who broke the news about the actress who would be voicing Emma since Janet Wright passed away last year. Uh, and so that info's in there as well. So you can cool. find that at cornergasonline.com. Fred is always a great guest. He carries most of the show himself. Oh, we yeah. have him on. Always yeah, awesome to have awesome. him on. And um, we talk a little bit of, uh, well, I, I reveal the fact that uh, Corbin, our old friend Corbin, who's been on with us before, Paul, even though mm-hmm. he's a Canadian director and writer, he's never actually watched an episode of Corner Gas. Really? So, yes. Uh, and even though Fred starred in his movie, he's never watched an episode of Corner Gas. <sighs> well, I'm hoping he doesn't get upset that I've outed him now and I... Hope that the Royal Canadian <laughs> Mounted Police don't come and find them. Yeah, they're knocking on the door right now. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, let's get on to some news stories. So, Paul, anything that's uh, caught your interest here lately? Uh, oh, my gosh, there's so much. Just like the stuff that came out in the Super Bowl. And uh, the big the big thing is, I guess we want to talk about is Ben Affleck, he's no longer directing. Mm-hmm. He may not even want to be Batman anymore. Yeah. Got me like, what? Yeah, the whiny baby's going to take his football and go home, it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. That's definitely what it sounds like. Um, one I want to hit before, and that's going to be our, our major topic that we'll discuss more as we go, but also Paramount Films has pulled the plug on uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, they have? No new Friday. Yes, no new Friday movie. It was supposed to be out October of this year, and they have canceled it. Uh, not just pulled it off the slate, but they have canceled it completely from the looks of things. Yeah, so that's kind of garbage. Um, Marvel Comics is going to be releasing a um, 
digest version of their comic books through Archie Comics, direct to uh, supermarkets and that sort of thing. Really? Is it going to be yes. new content or old? Um, it sounds like it'll probably be a mix of both. It'll probably be like digest style, like Archie's always done, where you get a bunch of shorter stories in one book. But um, okay, it it's it's about time somebody tried to capitalize on this because you know the only regular publisher who's been in grocery stores since the 1940s and has stayed there has been Archie. That's true. I mean, that's how I found out about Archie. Mm-hmm. Just getting a kid going to the grocery store and the little Beater's Digest size. Like, yep. Look at this Archie guy. My mother-in-law yeah. is a huge Archie fan. Oh, yeah. Well, I you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, his uh, cartoon was still on. The Archie cartoon was on. Oh, yeah. I was a little bit after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they had also, Archie did the Sonic Digest and some other Sega characters, I believe. So I mean I I think for it's weird that Marvel wouldn't want to try it themselves but I will also give Disney or Marvel or whoever it was credit for going hey you know what there's already a company that knows how to do this let's pay them to do it for us. Yeah, I mean they've been around for a long time so Mhm. So congratulations to somebody having their head on straight. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. Let's see, what was the other story? So it was Friday, there was the Archie one. Um, I don't want to talk politics because I work really hard to not do that anymore on this show. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, yeah. Uh, ben Riley is coming back to the Spider-Man comics and he apparently doesn't have a nose, I guess, going off the picture I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then not, today... That's a clone saga, but... Yeah. And my favorite story of the day, DC Comics and Looney Tunes cartoons are crossing over. So, I'm, get your head around. I don't know they did, yeah. They did the cover. Well, no, these are going to be a story. Uh, Jonah Hex and Yosemite Sam. Makes sense. Yep. Martian Manhunter and Marvin the Martian. That also makes sense. <laughs> yep. Lobo. And the Roadrunner. What? <laughs> well, I have to imagine the Coyote's going to hire Lobo to get the Roadrunner, wouldn't you? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, now, here's the one I'm having trouble with. You ready for this one? Yes. Batman and Elmer Fudd. Batman and Elmer Fudd. Yes. Hmm. It's weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work at all. Uh, I have to imagine it's going to be gun heavy. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that man's not going to be cool with Elmer walking around with a gun. Yeah. I wouldn't think so, Waskowie Wabbits. I just hope I hope the Whittler is one of the characters. <laughs> the Whittler. <laughs> Uh, I read it just just to see that. Yeah, so would I. So would I. Now I haven't been reading it, Paul. I'm kind of hoping you are. I have not been keeping up with comics for a couple months now. But I hear the 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 proof that there is still good things in the universe 
is the the son of Batman and Superman as a team. Yes. So I am very much looking forward to the son Super Sons. Because mm-hmm. I, I read the it was in Superman title <clears throat> where they started this team up and it was great. He, they're basically forcing them to kind of train. They're training them together. Batman and Superman are training to that arc ended. I assumed I assumed as soon as that arc ended that they were gonna the Super Sons comic was gonna um, be released, but it hasn't been released yet. But it was great. I mean, it was, and it's just so t- typical. I mean, Damien's just being. Just I hate Damien so much. <laughs> he's just such oh, a jerk. John just, just like, such a little bastard. Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't want anything to do with it. But you know they're slowly becoming friends, and uh, it's great. It was a great run, and I can't wait. I'm definitely going to get pick up Super Sons when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, what What else is keeping your interest in comic books right now? That's definitely still. Um, caught up on Rebirth. I'm way behind on Marvel stuff right now for some reason. <laughs> but um, I'm definitely caught up on Rebirth. Um, halfway through my my Wednesday stack, I'm not quite done. I uh, Today I read uh, Aquaman, Batman, Justice League. And, yeah, and that's it. So today, so I read that today. I just read. It's kind of old, but the last days of American Crime by Rick Remender, and it was fantastic. So I'm still reading a bunch of Image stuff. Almost done with my Lock and Key, the complete Lock and Key series because I don't know why I waited so long, but I finally picked up the complete edition of that, and that's been fantastic. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm going strong. I'm still liking it very much. Yeah, that I need to get caught up on Rebirth, but you know what? It kind of did that thing where, like, I was real hot on it, and then they kind of hit, they tapped their brakes a couple times, and it lost my intro. I mean, not overall, but it just, I kind of went, well, when it hits a point where I need to get caught up, that's where I'll come back in. And I think that's where we're headed now. Yeah, I mean, there's some titles I dropped, and I just don't read. But um, Superman and Wonder Woman, Flash, definitely some of my favorites. Really still enjoying Nightwing. Titans is good. I even am enjoying Teen Titans, even though I hate Damien, but that one's really good. Batman's great. League, I'm on the fence. I still read it because it's the Justice League. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the weakest one that I'm still reading is the Justice League book. Green Lantern is good. Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns is really, really good. It feels like back when, you know, Jeff Johns was writing it. I'm very much looking forward to the crossover with Flash and Batman. I think starting with Flash 21 and Batman 21. Yeah, that's supposed to be coming up pretty quickly here, right? Yes. And that's going to be the whole... uh, we're going to find out about the button. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's when they tapped the brakes on that story is when I kind of cooled off. Cause I wanted to hurt. And I, they already said they were going to spend two years doing this. 
So I shouldn't have been in that much of a hurry, but I was. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, like, they've been doing some things. It'll, it'll pop up, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, like this thing, like just in Titans, um, uh, Lilith heard the word Manhattan. So a little hint to us, like, oh, my gosh, Manhattan. But they just think it's the city Manhattan, so they up and move and build Titans Tower in Manhattan because of what she said. So they think something is going to happen in the city of Manhattan. And, you know, they think one thing and we're like, no, it's Dr. Manhattan. No, well, at least we're assuming. So yeah, the Titans is still very close to the rebirth story. Unlike the other ones are kind of just doing their own thing. Yeah. And I'm sure it's unwieldy and they have to work pretty hard uh, to keep mm-hmm. everything kind of together and go in the right direction. Yeah, they they definitely have a plan and a place they're going here. And then uh, one of the other things I want to talk about, and then we're going to talk about TV for a few minutes, but um, the Judas Contract, they've released a trailer, and it looks fucking amazing in my opinion. Oh, really? Because I thought for sure that you were not going to like it. Uh, Yeah, no, they um, they actually kept me kind of happy. Okay, because I saw the trailer... Uh, it seems like uh, I just thought the cat, the cast, maybe you were going to be like, "Oh, what the hell?" Well, you know? well, I'm, I'm. Here's the thing. I mean, I am, I am cooled off a little bit on DC animated right now. Uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to let them. I'm going to let them take their time and do their thing. Because you know what? Justice League Dark, I didn't hate nearly as much as I thought I would. No, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, the only, and the only thing I wish. Justice League Dark Hat. I wish they would have had more Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I wish they would have had less Batman. Yeah, Batman did not need to be in it at all. Yeah, they shoehorned his ass in there for no good reason. Well, that's that's what they DC animated does. It's either got to be Justice League or Batman. Mm-hmm. Or they're just not well, going to make it. Yeah, and I noticed that they also... They are doing stories from the original, uh, the New Teen Titans, the original series from the early 80s. But they're doing it mm-hmm. instead of with Dick Grayson as Robin, they're doing it with Damien. That's what they've done a couple times now. Yeah, and Damien's clearly going to be in this in the new one, the Judas Contract. Yeah. But not but but, yeah, but I've decided that I am not going to get all spun out about that, that I'm going to take a breath and let it do its thing and see how it turns out. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to watch it. I just, when I saw the cast, I was like, oh, I don't know. Jeremy's going to like this very much. Yeah. Well, you know, Paul. Yeah, well, one of the things that happened also recently is a picture of what could be the new Klingons from the new Star Trek series was released, and they don't look like the regular Klingons, and people shit their pants. Yeah. And I kind of went, you know what? Maybe this is what I'm doing wrong with fandom. I should be here because I like stuff, not because I want to complain about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For for some reason we're very we're very we don't like change very often. Mm-hmm. So we get very well, yeah, upset. It's, but sometimes change change is good, you know. Yep. Sometimes you just gotta let them do it. And I've always been real forgiving about the Klingons because you know I was six when the Star Trek movie came out and the Klingons suddenly looked different and nobody came up with a reason for thirty years. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to let, give people the room, let them do it. Let's see how it turns out on their own. 
Yeah, I mean, you definitely got they deserve their chance. And then after we watch it, if we don't like it, then we can yeah. decide. But. Yeah, then you can shed on it. Um, oh, so we want to talk a little bit about some TV shows. Yes, yes, yes. Three new shows to add to my yeah. list of shows I have to watch. <laughs> we already don't have enough time for everything on TV, so what we need is uh, two and a half more hours to add in there. Yep. Yeah. I did make room though because I stopped. Finally, stopped watching Agents of Shield. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been off that one for a while, and I, people keep telling me, "Oh, you got to give it a shot." So I tried the first one with Ghost Rider, and I shut it off at 32 minutes in. I was <laughs> like, "Nah, nah, it's all right." Um, well, let's start with. Um, let's see here. Let's go in a proper order. I'm going to tell you the three shows that we're talking about and what order I like them in, like from best to worst. Okay. So, so for me, I'm going to say Riverdale, powerless Legion favorite to least favorite. Okay. I am. I agree, but I like powerless the most and then Riverdale mm-hmm. and then Legion. <sighs> yeah. Well, my number one and number two weren't very far apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And the the reason that it is is just because it's really nice watching a show that doesn't take itself seriously. And I tend to enjoy more lighthearted shows like Flash as opposed to Arrow. Mm-hmm. And and I don't and I don't I'm not saying I don't like Riverdale. I do like it. I did not expect I thought I was gonna hate it. But I was Pleasantly surprised. I just really like Powerless, and they're they're just going out. <clears throat> they I mean they're man. They have a superhero fantasy like football league. Yes, that's amazing. That's like the greatest thing ever, and it's super cheesy and it's super campy. My wife watched it with me. She's like, "You watch the dumbest shows ever." I'm like, "Yes," but I love it. It's so yeah. great. Well, hey, let me say it does have a almost almost Keith Giffen style sense of humor to it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. his Justice League run is one of my favorite comic book runs of all time. Yeah. Um you know, and stuff they did, like when they ended it with, you know, the Batman caught the Joker because of his smell, and they're all like, I wonder what it'd be like to work for Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of that. It just like, yeah, I mean I, it was really good. The thing is, though, I put Riverdale a little bit higher because who would think I'd give a shit about the Archie people ever for any purpose? Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess they're even more surprising. I mean, powerless is easier because they just need to th- they just can throw in the Easter eggs and they will just make us so happy. Yes. So Riverdale but was a definite surprise. Riverdale did some actual heavy lifting. Yeah, I mean, Riverdale at this point, I mean, Riverdale is essentially like Archie meets Twin Peaks. That's I mean, the best Ju- I Jughead is an investigating reporter. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, they you definitely know. took some of the characters and spinned them on their heads. Yeah. It's so dark and so weird. And, I mean, I don't know where it's going, but it's it's great. I mean, I don't know if people have watched it, but it's essentially... I, I I compare it to Twin Peaks because someone gets killed and they're trying to find out what happened with it. There's you know 
and uh, and it's just well, as, so much dark stuff. Yeah, as of yet, it doesn't have an overt supernatural element that Twin Peaks did. Yeah. But there is talk of Sabrina the Teenage Witch being added into the show. Yeah, I mean, Josie's in it, so I, yeah. I would imagine that, that she would show up at some point, and I hope she does. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, Josie and excuse me. Yeah, not just Josie by herself. You get the Pussycats, too. Um, there's some interesting stuff at play. Uh, I'm afraid of an incest angle. I am almost certain that there's going to be an incest angle coming up and I'm a little bit afraid of it. Yeah. The relationship with the twins is, is really creepy. Yeah. But, but twins are a little, yeah. Yeah. Twins, twins are a little creepy anyways, though. Um, I even said that to people that have worked with, uh, Aaron and Sean Ashmore. And I'm just like, am I am I wrong or right? I mean, when there's two twins there, they look like they're up to something all the time, huh? And they're like, yes, oh, yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> they always look like they're up to something. I'm not going to say who it was, but you can find it in my interview with Tom Allison from late last year. Um, <laughs> not that I'm, you know, telling tales out of school or anything, but. Um, so, yeah, so I give Riverdale some some extra points just because they made me take an Archie show that I was a little unsure about and then go, Oh shit, I need to see that second episode. Yeah. They, they definitely leave you like every episode. I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to watch the next episode. Like what the heck yeah. is going on here? And they're not just baffling you with bullshit. There, there's a story that they're stretching out and keeping you interested in, or at least so far. Yeah. Cause I thought it was just going to be like a, a high school drama, but it's, it's just like a thriller going on. Yeah. Well, and just, and if you haven't watched it yet, everybody, you need to realize that Archie is shagging his music instructor. So there's a lot of, a lot of questionable stuff. And Luke Perry plays a character who is the voice of reason. (laughs) Yeah. He's Archie's dad. Yeah. Uh, Do you get, you watch Smallville, right, Paul? Okay. Do you get elements of John Schneider's Pa Kent from Luke Perry on this show? Uh, I didn't at first. Okay. Maybe I'm reading into it too much, but that's that's what I'm seeing when I'm dealing with Luke Perry in this. Okay. Yeah. So maybe keep an eye out for it. Tell me. I mean, I could be wrong. Just let me know. It's all right. I mean. It's <laughs> It's definitely possible. Yeah, I've been wrong before, but that's definitely what I'm getting from it. But, you know, that's just me, maybe. Um, Powerless, I thought was really good. Legion, Legion didn't do much for me. Yeah, and and a lot of critics are, like, raving about it. Yeah, maybe I need a few more episodes. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it some more episodes. Uh, I just didn't, I mean, I just felt like it was a downer of a show. Personally. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very entertaining, you know, like. I had no fun or interest while watching it, or no real fun or interest while watching it. And for me, there's a thing that's become common in TV shows where they, they, they kind of like stir up all this shit to kind of keep you interested. It, it's what I call the lost problem. They, they throw all this stuff yeah. up in the air, but there's never a resolution. Mm-hmm. 
And right now with with that show, Legion, I feel like there's a lot of questions but not a lot of answers that are out there that we're going to need to see, that they feel they'll need to show us the answer to right away. Yeah, I'm wondering how long because, I mean, so after watching the episode, you the audience is left with, I don't know what, if anything, is real. And I know right. that's what they're going for, but I guess I just wasn't drawn to that. Like, I'm like, this, did I just watch an hour of something that could potentially just be all in this guy's head? Yeah. And they kind of don't they like that later, tell you where you're at, but, yeah. But with just that one episode by itself, I was just kind of like, okay, I wasn't really entertained while I was watching this. That's I'm I'm gonna agree with you there. Um, let me see here. So the the last thing I'm gonna bring up before we talk about uh, Ben Affleck maybe not wanting to be Batman anymore is, and this can be a spoiler alert if for anybody who hasn't seen it or hasn't got it spoiled yet. Uh, Split by M Night Shyamalan turns out to be a sequel yeah. to Unbreakable. It's a sequel. It's a sequel to Unbreakable. Oh, man, I haven't seen it yet. Yep. Well, here's the thing, Paul. I wasn't going to until it was spoiled for me. So if I spoiled it for you and it made you want to go watch <laughs> it, then then you can thank me. If not, well, then, you know, sorry about that, everybody. Well, now, yeah, because I, I, I was, I was kind of like, oh, it looks good, but I'll just probably wait for, like, Red Box yeah. or whatever. But, so uh, apparently, the, <laughs> yeah, apparently the movie ends with um, – uh, Bruce Willis's character David from Unbreakable looking up from the newspaper as the story's reported at the end. So what? now, yep. So now M Night Shyamalan is working on a direct Unbreakable sequel that will tie into both of those, apparently. Yeah, like I'd heard about that, but I didn't know it was tying. Yep, it's because of the, it's because Split was a sequel to Unbreakable. Well, that's interesting. Yep. So I went from having no interest in seeing that movie to kind of combating with myself about if I'm going to make it to the theater or how quickly I can get to it somehow. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to. Maybe I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll break off this weekend. I don't get a kid. Yeah. That's what, see, and I'm, you know, and I'm painting and putting furniture in and getting quotes done on the house, and I want to get some tattoo work done this weekend. But, yeah, at the same time, I'm also like, uh, well, yeah, maybe I should go do oh, that. Real quick, real yeah. quick before we go, uh, I was listening to a podcast, Star Wars podcast, Rebel yes. Force Radio. It's a good one. You can check it out. Uh, I'll check it do out. You hear, do you hear what they said about, because they're talking, Star Wars, <clears throat> Lucasfilm's talking about recasting um, Carrie Fisher's role for General Leia. No, I hadn't. I haven't, I haven't heard any more about this since we talked yeah. about it. Yeah, so... I think they're maybe learning, leaning towards a recasting because the ongoing talks is the three new movies. Han Solo was the first movie. So Force Awakens, the Han Solo was kind of the big part of it. The second mm-hmm. one, Last Jedi, is going to be Luke Skywalker. Luke. And then the third one was supposed to be Princess Leia or General Leia was going to have more, like the leading role of the original three. That's the way it had been explained to me originally, too. Now, I can't help remember how much that was rumor and how much was just guessing yeah, or how much. Yeah. This is all rumor stuff. 
but they said, and I once the second they said it, I was like, man, I could probably get on board with this. But uh, Kate Mulgrew from Star Trek. Um, I you know Paul, I I might be able to see that. Uh, yeah, I was like, I could probably see that. No, not I would have never Leia, thought it in general Leia. Yeah. I would have never thought it in a million years, but you know what? I could probably see that. I think she was a strong enough person. Yeah. That could play that role without every, and she's got enough geek cred. Yes. The Walking Dead and Star Trek Voyager. And she's got star power because Orange is the New Black, too. Yeah. That, uh, I think she could do it. And and I think more importantly, I mean, say this: she's got some fucking acting chops. Yes. So if somebody could step into that, you know, holy shit, uh, I would have never thought it. I am one hundred percent behind this idea. Yeah, and this is just what they said, and you know, this was not not this was their pick, and I was just like, man, I could, I would totally be on board with that. We should be on board with that. Yeah, so we, we should submit that to somebody. Yeah. Let's start, let's start talk tweeting it. Yep. We need <laughs> a hashtag Kate Mulgrew for Leia. That's going to be a hashtag Kate Mulgrew for Leia. Okay, so we're going to have to work on that one. Let me see if, uh, if we yeah, if we can maybe get the um, the Potter and family and some other people working on that one too. I think that would be the way to go. Yeah. All right. So we're going to work on that here pretty soon. Um, All right, Paul, that leaves us about 11 minutes to promo anything. Yeah. And to uh, talk about, uh, so Ben Affleck uh, pulled out a directing Batman. More rumors were leaning towards a hush storyline. And now apparently somebody is out there saying that Ben Affleck doesn't want to play Batman anymore either. If that happens, should they just can the DC Extended Universe and start over at that point? They may have to. Mm-hmm. It's going to depend on it's going to depend on this year. The two with Wonder Woman and Justice League. <clears throat> if it's underwhelming, and it's getting the same type of reviews that. You know, BVS did and Man of Steel did. I would not be surprised if they're like, all right, we're going to start from scratch again. Mm-hmm. And how much time do you have to take before you can do that, or do you think they just jump in with both feet? I I would hope that they take some time. Yeah. And that being said, they can still release Shazam and stuff like that, some of the smaller ones. But to go big with Justice League again, they need to take their time. They should not, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I would not have led with the Justice League. <clears throat> you know, they didn't really lead with Justice League. They did Batman, Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and then Justice League. Or Wonder yeah. Woman, Justice well, League. I, don't forget about Suicide Squad. That, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I had it. 
punch away and just made me pull it back out again. Yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to be I'm trying to give them some some room with those because I am a DC Comics guy and those are my people and to me as long as you make the next effort better I'll give you the, I'll give you the place to do that I'll give you the space and time you know yeah I mean don't get me wrong I love DC and yeah. I want them to be awesome yeah but if you just keep getting out there and releasing this middling crap this half-ass shenanigans and you know they've already lost um, their Perry White doesn't even want to be involved anymore. Yeah, Lawrence Fish. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is just like, nah, that's all right. Yeah, he's like, no, he, he straight up said that Marvel's just doing it so much better. Yeah, and he just says he doesn't want to be like, you're not gonna drag my name through the mud. <laughs> yeah, and it just there comes a point where, okay, guys, you know, I'm willing to give you some room, but apparently you're not willing to take it, and the other fans and actors aren't willing to give it to you. Yeah, I mean, I do like the. The, the new director, Matt Reeves. Yeah. Now, I would like them to take, I would like them to give Joff Johns a place to play with this before they do it. But you know what? Here's my thing. I don't think you can recast Batman in the same universe after Ben Affleck played him. I really do feel that he did a great job as him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and also, everybody else is so just barely the characters as we'd like to see them. I mean, yeah, the guy playing Superman, he's all right, but nobody really is behind Ezra Miller as the Flash. No, terrible. Yeah. and My initial response is terrible. I haven't seen it yet, but not a fan. Yeah. Um, You know, so maybe, maybe at some point... DC just DC and Warner Brothers have to just admit that they fucked up and it's time to move on. You know, just because you have the bigger yeah. names doesn't mean you're you're going to get anywhere near a win with your goodwill. Yeah, and they still got the Flash movie and the Aquaman movie slated to happen. So I don't know. I don't know if they will start over. And they they may just stick their guns and dig their heels in and go. But yeah. We're going to have to see. I mean, I hope Wonder Woman's going to be great, but all these movies have had these rumors and just, and all this stuff like, oh, it's not really that good. And directors leaving, you know, gosh, I don't even know how many directors The Flash has had. Wonder Woman had a, went through a couple. Mm-hmm. Those three are not great signs of, you know, something, a, a great outcome. Right. It's, and, it's, yeah. and it seems like Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is just getting too much in, into it. Let the directors make their movies. Because I don't well, see why any other reason why a director would leave unless the studio is just getting too much in their chili. Part of the thing, part of the thing, you know, going on is now they got Joff Johns at least a helmet, right? So. Uh-huh. Hopefully that will correct some of the problems they've had, but you know, if he doesn't have time, here's what I'm afraid of. He's going to take over. They're going to release two mediocre movies and then they're going to blame it on him. Instead of what they should do is let him start the whole DC universe himself. Yeah. He needs to be the Kevin Feige of DC. Yeah. A singular vision, and he's like, 
he's in charge and this is what I want to see happen and work with people that share that vision. Yeah, that's that's kind of where they need to be with it. Um, you know, it's a shame. I mean, as lackluster as Batman vs Superman was, I he, Ben Affleck was good. You know, the actors were good. The script was kind of weak, or at least had some some yeah. serious holes. It ran too long, and you know, whatever, whatever. It's problems or it's problems. I don't um, have a problem with the casting. Yeah, I think that's a problem. But I think you know, if you, been great. Yeah, if you lose, if you lose a main a name actor like Ben Affleck, I just don't know. It's not like replacing Michael Keaton with Val Kilmer. You know, I mean, where do you go to after Ben Affleck, especially after he turned in such a good performance as both Bruce Wayne and Batman? Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Uh, it's just gonna hurt the films when you have a different actor in the same universe. Whenever mm-hmm. they change the actors in the other movies, it was kind of like, oh, it's a, this is its own set of movies. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving on. <clears throat> I know, even though we were just talking about recasting, you know, Princess Leia, but that is, you know, you have to do that. This is something. Mm-hmm. And this is, and hopefully it's just rumors. Hopefully it's just someone just saw Ben just, he's got to be frustrated with all the negative intentions. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's a big part of it. Um, you know, maybe fucking Justice League will rock. And then he'll go like, hey, you know what, guys? That's awesome. I, I do want to be a part of this. You know, or maybe somebody, yeah, again, let's just, let's just focus for a minute here and not do so much doom and gloom. We've heard for six months that, oh, the Batman script is a wreck and the blah, 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 blah. And then the guy who leaked that the Batman script was a wreck said, well, I never even read it. I'm just going off of a possibility. Yeah. yeah. So every time we turned around, some Nancy naysayer with the negative nabobs of negativity showed up to say that, oh, by the way, the DC universe is going to suck no matter what. And here's the next reason why. So, yeah, yeah, maybe this feels like there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, so maybe this is just the next part of that. Yeah, I hope. I think Justice League will be. It, it feels like it's going to be better. There's some humor in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jason Momoa is going to be the most badass Aquaman of all time. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not. That. That's not hard to do when there's never been a badass Aquaman. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> the Conan, the Barbarian of the <laughs> Sea. Yeah. Yeah, the only people I'm worried about is Cyborg and the Flash because they look ridiculous. Oh, so Cyborg looks okay. Back. The Flash oh, looks come stupid. On. I said okay. You know, I think that he looks like he has Megatron's face on his crotch. Well, who are you to oh, judge, Paul? Well, I was crotch gazing cyborg. I was like, his crotch looks awful a lot like Megatron's face. <laughs> All right. Well, so I think we're both in the same place on that one. That maybe if you lose Ben Affleck and those movies suck, just can it and let's start over then, huh? Yeah. At this point, I think that's all they can do. Yeah. But hopefully, it um, hopefully it doesn't get to that. Yeah. And hopefully, he stays and they just. Um, Learn from their mistakes and just make keep making better movies. 
Yep, just improve. That's all we ask. And you know what? Don't lose Gal. Gal oh, I'm sorry, Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. She looks amazing. Let's try to keep her in that role at least for a while. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on board. I'll yep. be there. All right. Watch it. Paul, we got 45 seconds to close out. Want to tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, tweet at Paul Vieira seven nine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right, and you also yeah. co- <laughs> when when we do live episodes, you co-host with me, and you sometimes do the pre-recorded interviews with me as well. And you can find us at geekishcast.com. Uh, just a reminder: our Corner Gas episodes are now available at cornergasonline.com. I tweet from at the Geekish Cast, and you can find us at facebook.com/geekishcast. Uh, everybody, we will be next week back next week to talk about diversity in comics. Paul, you will be here, yes? Yes, sir. And Andrea should be here. So until then, everybody, we will see you next week. All right, had to let that go clear. Uh, damn, trying to figure sick. out, dude. Don't do it because everybody has been sick and it's been hanging on forever. Yeah, I know. Mine went into, yeah, mine went into uh, walking pneumonia by the time they caught it. Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah, not good stuff. I have a physical fitness test on Tuesday, so I need to at least be healthy for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, Paul. Well, um, I will be in touch in the next few days here so we can kind of make sure we at least have a backup if something falls through for next week. But thank you for taking the time to do this and – Hopefully we'll be back on a regular oh, schedule yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're always always like bullshitting with you regardless if it's recording or not. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um but yeah, if we if we end up pulling off a blog talk radio, we just won't do live shows, we'll just pre record these as well. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um it's just my, my viewership dropped by like eighty five percent and it's just you know, I had I was getting thousands of downloads and now I'm down to hundreds again. So, really? Yeah. And you know, yeah, so they sell they sell ads for me, but if I'm not getting the numbers, does that matter? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I gotta do some rethink rethinking and some reconnoitering, but we'll figure it out. And of course this'll be this will be the bonus stuff for people who didn't listen live and catch it later. They get to hear me complain about my publisher, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sorry everybody. <laughs> All right, Paul. Well I'll talk to you next week and I'm sure I'll be in touch in the next few days. All right, brother. All right, we'll see you then. All right, bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.